Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Style and grace, I'm never gonna be done. Lean on in. Now welcome to the kingdom. The kingdom, where the kings bow down. They relinquish the crown. Y'all gonna hit me now. I just turn that around and make you love me, love me, love me. The kingdom, where the kings bow down. They relinquish the crown. Y'all gonna hit me now. I just turn that around and make you love me, love me, love me. Look at that girl there. Hips, lips, and hair. Walks with a flair like she just don't care. Nobody do her. She do her self-made, so paid, do an actor. She stop, do, stand, chicks do too. Bounce, so bounce, never ever gon' lose. Her top-down crew so smooth, nothing better. Boom to the letter, you got to respect her. Mama see her off the meter, she a go-getter with the speed of a cheetah. Live jabby better, so hot they sweat her like a sweater in a sauna. Elegant persona, ready for drama, zeros and commas all up in the bank book. Haters give a stank looks, even when these cranks push, she push harder. No woman, no man does it like she can. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you for joining us. Each week I'm joined by a couple of fuckwhackers and I say good day to them once more. Welshie, how are you? Very good day, Tony. Um, you're the fuckwhacker. Why? You can't just say that and not... You said it and didn't justify it. No, no, but, I, no, I, but it's true when I say it. Lyle, I've never known you? you to tell the truth before. I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing well. It's good to be back in your in the studio. It is good to be you back know? in our Melbourne studio. Yeah. It's, um, the restaurant next door smells amazing. Garlic Italian, coming through the restaurant. Italian restaurant. It's amazing. Beautiful. Well, you, your voice sounded... Speaking uh, of Franco Cozzo, is <laughs> No, that's another story for later. Your voice sounded really good on the weekend, Tony. I heard uh, the uh, over the MCG. Who's... Phone just went off then. That's very unprofessional. That was Adelaide's Franco Cozzo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your voice sounded very good on the weekend, Tony. We're doing what? At the MCG. Yeah, yeah, I was It was very there. softly spoken. Yeah, it was very was good. Yeah. It was your best ever effort at Thank the MCG you. on the weekend. I was there. No one could work No one could work out whose lights were left on in the car park. Like, No. Did the fire alarm go off? No, the fire alarm um, didn't go off. So you MCG didn't sabotage someone no, that's trying to steal your job, there. Tony? I wasn't there. You no. weren't there? No. All right, then. Did, uh, how did the lady go that did my job? Did she sound right? I was drunk. I don't know. Well, you, no. I just, it wasn't bad. Yeah. So yeah. If you get a phone call or a tap on the shoulder, don't worry about coming in this week. You know she did okay. Yeah. I haven't got that phone call yet. <laughs> but you probably turn your phone off. There's two days to go until the next match. <laughs> uh, what's the news, boys? Well, we had a good, a good chat with Slade. We did. Slade the Slade Blade week. last yes, week. Great. Uh, you guys did. Thanks uh, again for not letting me get a word in. Are you going uh, to talk today to our guest? Well, yeah, if you give me the signal. Oh, that's why I'm in the studio. I was over good Zoom. Move. You didn't let me in. You know, I'm pretty sure you guys put me on mute. But well done. It was a good uh, a good chat with Slade. I was Thank a big, you. big friend of the the show and a lot of non-wrestling talk, which is... Uh, is very good as well. Well, I reckon this next interview is going to go exactly the same way. A lot of non-wrestling talk as we say g'day to our guest for this evening. Julian James joins us. Hello, Julian. The good Jules. 
I'm wrapped to be here. I just spoke to Chris Fresh before uh, coming on air and he said, be ready for Shebexter. Those boys do their homework. So oh, I'm shit. ready for it. And I can see that Elvis uh, shrine in the background that I he- think I heard uh, Lockie Hendricks talking about. Yeah, there it is. A couple of weeks ago. So paying respects. Looking forward to the movie. Well, you've got a better view than us because you can see Elvis. We can see Tony's open computer tabs, and it's not a pretty sight. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else about Tony's open <laughs> something. Definitely always not a pretty th- sight. Always delete your browser history, Shebexter, as I always say <laughs> to my friends. If anything ever happens to me, get rid of my phone. That's <laughs> the best thing about Google Chrome is private. Browsing. Oh, there you go. go yeah. I'm, I'm, jo- I'm jotting this down as you're saying it. <laughs> we'll talk later. Mate, a yeah. massive uh, night coming up for Wrestle Rock on Friday night. Fantastic to be back wrestling at the Corner Hotel. Yeah, this Friday, May 27th, Corner Hotel. We're back. I think this is Wrestle Rock 33 as it's being advertised. Though I think technically it's 34, but I think there's a show or two that we've uh, erased from the history books there. And you probably uh, don't remember them as well, so that helps. According to my brain, it's Wrestle, uh, Wrestle Rock 3. So uh, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> 16 years, I'm going, well, how did that happen? You know, it's scary when Amazing. we're talking to talent who I think Fresh did the maths with uh, one of the talent who were two, was two years old when we did the first Wrestle Rock and they're on the show now. <laughs> I'm like that, that. That's the maths you don't want to do. <laughs> Out of Wrestle Rock 33, how who's the person who's appeared the most? We were talking about that too. Probably me. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> um, that I'd probably go uh, out of the talent. I'd probably want to lean towards Crackerjack. Yeah, I think he's probably done uh, most of them, but. Um, yeah, I'd have to say Crackerjack probably. He's probably going to go, oh, I've done all of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, yeah, I think in some capacity. Um, and then I don't know that anyone would even touch him. I mean, for, for most shows, for most promotions. He's for every company in Victoria. Yeah, 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 for, for real. Like, how's he still going? It's what I look at with, like, uh, Jeff Hardy. You know, I'm sure we're, we're watching those matches 20 years ago or in the late 90s where we were all going, this guy's not going to be walking in five years and he's still out there doing the same thing. So, But, I mean, Cracker Jack's a freak. I don't know how he's still going, so I'm not even going to try and question what he does at this point of the game. He still looks great. I mean, I've decided that every bump that Jeff Hardy's taken seems to have Matt Hardy's taken the effect on his body from Jeff Hardy's bumps. By That's a good things. point. Like that Cheech and Chong where one twin would feel the other, the Corsican brothers or whatever it was. <laughs> so <laughs> who's, who's Crackerjack's doppelganger then? No, there's no Crack- one. No? Crackerjack well, unless- Crackerjack. Yeah, unless it's funneling through to Brother Gore and that's just yeah. fueling the fire. Probably why Gore's so, so angry. He's always angry at there me. There you though. go. Yeah. It's, uh... we, could, we could have a storyline here. Let me chop this down. <laughs> That's a good gimmick. He, he punches him and the other guy feels it. I'm sure it's been done. but <laughs> Maybe not. What, what is old is new again in yeah, wrestling. Exactly. Uh, just borrow. What do they say? The There's only... Only seven storylines in wrestling. Yeah. I think Wrestle Rock for the last 16 years has been using two of them, so it might be time <laughs> to start branching out. Two of them, and then there's the um, the famous Uncle B, uh, Drunk Uncle Beige and, and Lockie that's uh, got a life unto its own. Yeah, two saw that one coming. Jeez. <laughs> Every time he comes through that curtain when with, uh, what is it, the uh, Time Warp music. <laughs> That first time he bursted through the curtain, I remember on his 
business shirt he was wearing. He had some like an authentic Jaeger stain down this side of it. And I was just like, all right, I'm in. Perfect, yeah. Uh, The Wrestle Rock at the Corner Hotel is now as iconic, I would believe, in Australian wrestling as Australian Championship Wrestling at Festival Hall. It's just, it's a shrine now to its own existence. And when you go along, and for people who have never been there, and I'm sure people who are listening to this program, the majority of people would have been there at some point in time. Unless you're not 18 yet. No, well, that's that's very yeah. true. The atmosphere created in what is a cauldron of I love the corner hotel anyway. And then mm. and then the bands that are a part of it and everything. Mate, take us back to the early days and the thought process behind. Mm. Let's put wrestling and a couple of bands together. Well, basically, the idea was stolen from what uh, Mr. Damage and the Ox were doing down at the Prince of Wales with the rock and roll wrestling. The Ox that was actually, Yeah, yeah. That was actually the first time I'd seen live pro wrestling. And they had uh, bands, uh, famous, infamous Melbourne bands like the Powder Monkeys and the Fireballs playing. And I went along to that and thought it was great. And I think that room may have held about 500. And I think they crammed about 700 wow. in there. There were people standing on the bar and it was just crazy. I don't know. Insanity. If video. Yeah, pure insanity. I don't know if a video exists of that show. Um, and I that night I got the poster off the wall and I got Ox to autograph it. I, that was the first time I met him. So when we did what the first mark. Wrestle Rock, oh, big time. And the markiness <laughs> didn't stop them because when we got him to do the first Wrestle Rock and they were doing the pay at the end of the night, I said, Give me Ox's envelope. I wanted to give him his. So it was that full circle moment. But how it all started, um, and, you know, just on that too, after the last two years, we're lucky to still have the Corner Hotel. Uh, first and foremost, and even besides the last two years, a lot of those iconic band venues are gone. The corners still slanging those live acts. Yeah, yeah, all of those. They're, they're all gone. But that started from we'd been, I was playing in a band called The Shine at the time. We were doing uh, pretty well locally and we'd have a lot of bands sending us uh, CDs and wanting to get on bills with us. And then we'd have venues saying, oh, can you, you know, play this night and whatever else and then we thought oh maybe we can cut out the middleman or just take ourselves out of the equation if these bands want gigs and the venues want nights filled so uh, the drummer ben mino and i started booking a few band nights and uh we spoke to the corner and told them you know we want to do the band thing and some local bands and they said oh yeah well that's cool but what else have you got and it was like the Eric Bischoff moment of what are we going to do? <laughs> and we sort of said, oh, well, the Prince of Wales has been doing like bands and wrestling. And, you know, that by that point, they were doing it pretty sporadically. I said, that's always a good night. And they sort of went, oh, cool. Well, here's a date. And we were like, hang on, we didn't mean for us to do. We were just meaning you wanted an idea. There's, and then we had that moment of sitting down, oh, could we actually pull that off? And at the time, I was doing the commentary for PWA. I'd done a few shows there with you, Shebexter. I think mm. I was your broadcast colleague for the evening. Um, and that's, uh, I think we had gone to Henry about using, you know, yeah. if we put these bands on, can you get a ring in there and some talent and take care of that? But they had a show on it, the world's most famous indoor arena, the Dragonfly, so they couldn't do it. <laughs> 
And so left with that and the talent we had, I think we only had about three or four guys for that first show. So we did the first match is a one-on-one. Then the other guy's going to come out and they're going to, I'll see you in the main event for a tag team match with my partner. So a lot of double booking and, uh, you know, getting in there 10 in the morning, setting up the ring and pulling it down at 7 a.m. the next morning going, what are we doing? And then thinking should we roll the dice again and do this again because we only thought of doing it as a one-off show so 16 years later we're still rolling but that was basically where the idea came from it was a borrowed idea um you know just getting some of the bands on that uh we think have got uh something to offer that audience and and getting the best wrestling talent in the country which is the heart and soul of the show and that's what gets that audience up and going every time and unfortunately, I was offered the main commentary gig on Wrestle Rock in that night, but I decided to do PWA at the Dragonfly, so that was it. I never did a P- Wrestle Rock show. You've never been welcome back. Well, no. well, well. You know, depending on how many drinks go down before the show on Friday night, Shabek, to have your phone on you, it could still. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring a beef and black bean to get him to commentate. Yeah, there also... you go. There you go. He also bean. won't remember the name of any of the moves or the wrestlers. That's right. So you always none of us do. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You'll fit right in. None of us do. I did the, uh, as I saw you there uh, the other night, Shebex, or the other night, it was a few weeks ago, Renegades, and uh, your lordship, uh, Andy Coyne, was doing the uh, heavy lifting with the commentary, and I thought, this is beautiful. I just sit back and weave in and out. And he's calling moves and names and history, and I'm looking at him thinking, what the, what's this guy doing? He's insane. Yeah. I was just marvelling at him going, you know, I might put him on for Wrestle Rock and just have him there and I'll get him with my numbskull comments every five minutes or so. But he's great. Just as many late show jokes as you can possibly get in and Simpsons That's jokes. That's it. Champagne comedy all the way. <laughs> the right, up, right in my wheelhouse. Good. Lots Especially of because on slacks. <laughs> half the people don't have never seen the show. So they, uh, what's old is new, as Lyle said. That's what we. Well, that's where we like to mine the comedy from shows that no one's seen with references that no one will get. Yeah, a bit of funky squad. Um, <laughs> how? Who's the band? Who are the band this Friday? This uh, Friday we've got Dangerous Curves. They'll be doing two red hot sets of LA '80s inspired rock. Oh, this sounds, so, um, this sounds nice. good. I might come early this week. Yeah, check them out on. Uh, I think you can get the album down on uh, Apple Music, and their tracks used on the uh, hype reel that I think came out a day or two ago. But uh, really great band from what I've heard, and a lot of times I'll get these bands on that I want to see. I've heard them. I've seen some video on social media, and I uh, was like, oh, we've got to get these guys on. So it's always a thrill for me to get the best seat in the house and watch these bands uh, tear it up before we go out there. It might cost the uh, hearing something uh, by the time we go out. Uh, the first uh, Wrestle Rock show we did, I remember everyone coming out on the mic and Fresh and I being like, <laughs> no one had any voice left because backstage everyone's yelling at each other mm. for the hour while the band were playing that everyone had blown their voices out by the time the show started. So if, a if, promo if, that night. Yeah, if that happens, that means the band were just loud enough. <laughs> I know yeah. though, one of one of my favourite bands stole your wrestle rock gimmick and did wrestling and rock and roll in December last year, which is Private Function. Have you seen okay. those boys play? No, I haven't seen them. They're an amazing Good Melbourne show. punk band, yeah. And I found okay. that you don't have awesome. to be invited to this Private Function. Apparently, anyone can <laughs> turn up. It- it's a public function. Yeah, they literally they literally named their band Private Function so that they could put Private Function on the signs and hope no one would come. 
So that's where I think didn't a band do that years ago? Weren't they free free sex or free beer or? or <laughs> that's so people like? would come. They're still yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, had, they had one of their album launches on cassette in a um in a phone box in um, Brunswick. Really? They they sell it out or? <laughs> no, I think the band fit in, and that was about it. And where do you get a cassette made these days? I don't I mean, know. I've got a few where do you play it? But... Even if you yeah. buy it, you just have to put it on a shelf. You would probably well, probably have to go to cash converters and get a stolen one. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if they'd have them there anymore. Uh, grab even grab the... your granddad's uh, Datsun 180B. To Mike, you'll have, Mike, you'll have one ahead. lying around. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I remember. Uh, Wrestle brunch um, a few years ago before the Oof. WWE show, and yeah. um, the band that played before that show, yeah, is probably one of my favorite favorite moments of Wrestle Rock. And uh, what was it like doing double duty? And what energy did you have left at the end of that show? Well, well, nothing because and the night before we did MCW, the MCW show, then we're loading the ring in at 7 a.m. the next morning into the corner, did the Millionaires set, did the wow. Wrestle Rock show, then went to WWE, and then I was the next morning I was on a flight to Sydney for three days, came back to Melbourne straight into the doctor's office where he went, you're not 21 anymore, what are you doing? <laughs> but um, but that show was fun, and and that was, the Wrestle Brunch wasn't, originally it was the idea was oh, all these Fans are going to be here for WWE. We should do like a little pre-party thing mm. at the Corner Hotel, just like a get-together. Yeah. I think the idea was some trivia and just drinks, basically. And then we'd advertise it as Wrestle Brunch. And then we started getting messages like people saying, oh, I'm coming from Perth. I'm really looking forward to my first Wrestle Rock. And we were like, oh, no, people think this is. And I think we were pretty <laughs> clear saying this isn't the full show. And then I remember Chris Fresh coming to pick me up for something one morning and I he pulled up and I just opened the door and the first thing I said to him is, we got to get the ring in there. And he did that. He looked off into the distance and looked back at me and said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll call the team and see what we could do. So even that, we'd booked that to go ahead without that. And then the idea for the Millionaires Club thing came after. So that every, every time I've done double duty at Wrestle Rock, I swear never again that... It'll probably happen again. I don't know. Millionaires <laughs> Club is like almost the perfect um, opening act with those WWE songs, those old yeah. old themes. It was just that mm. was my highlight of um, the whole weekend, to be honest. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I was one of my favorite Wrestle Rock moments too, and we were going into that. I think what did doors open at like eleven or something? I don't know. So I hadn't got... slept. I know that. Okay, yeah. So everyone the was Undertaker on the party. With the MCG place. wasn't a highlight. I couldn't see him. Oh. <laughs> no, you could see, and, and he was in the third row. Step, you could see the hat. <laughs> you could see the hat bobbing up and down. Yeah, it was a, a wild weekend. Um, but yeah, you're getting in there, and I think we're thinking we're, we're going to be playing to a room full of sober people at 11 a.m. This is going to be weird. But I think by the second song in, you know, everyone was singing along, and I was blown away by how. It, it, it was it was nine o'clock on a Friday night. As far as that uh, crowd was concerned, well, I had to I had to carry my good friend Brendan West into the MCG and try and get him past security. So <laughs> right. um, definitely, okay. people weren't going easy. That's for sure. No, yeah, we could see that. I recall standing in the center of the Wrestle Rock ring and must have been introducing that ridiculous catwalk match. And I had that moment where I saw outside the front door of the corner hotel for a sec. I could see through the sort of foyer 
area and I saw the crack of daylight and that was that moment where I went, oh, my God, it's like during the day. This is like it's the morning. And people were beers and yelling and screaming. It was definitely one of the wildest yeah, walking uh, out was events like, I've been a part of. Walking out is very um, sobering for a moment. You feel like you're leaving Revolver on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean there. <laughs> now, last week we had Slade Mercer on and we got in trouble because Lyle was there, but he didn't actually ask a question or he didn't go to air with any questions. So, Lyle, this is your opportunity. Hi. Hi, Lyle. I thought I'd been asking. We've been talking. We've asked nothing substantial, though. So, Lyle wants to know when the next wrestle brunch is. (laughs) Wow. I think everyone wants to know that. Um, (laughs) Ask Vince. (laughs) Piggyback (laughs) on a WWE. It's going to be a little bit awkward when they're running the Rod Laver Arena on a Wednesday night and everyone's taking days off work to go to the next wrestle brunch. Do, Um, do, Do you believe that the last time that happened, there was that conversation of, can we do it again? I said, I don't think so, just because. When people are travelling from interstate, it was like that global warning show in 2002. Did you guys go to that at Eddie had? With yeah, I did, yes. Yeah, yeah that, that had that vibe about it. It was yeah. like, you know, this first time in Australia in however long and under that current uh, brand. And that was just that thing where it was just, just the vibe was huge and I felt the same with that MCG one. If it's just another house show, if they were filming something or it was a pay-per-view maybe, but... I think you've definitely got to. It could be tough to do our wrestle run, wrestle brunch to electric boogaloo, but uh, you never know. You <laughs> maybe, never, maybe, never. Yeah. maybe in yeah. thirty more years. Yeah, or AEW yeah. run a big show here. Um, once they. Oh well, yeah, and it'd have to be that one show. Yeah, where, yeah. Where if people are coming from interstate, and if the corner's available again at eleven in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Pre book it. Now we'll talk yeah. about your commentary on uh, Renegades and Wrestle Rock. I'm assuming there's not much uh, research and preparation in the Wrestle Rock. Uh, how much preparation are you doing for the Renegade show compared to the Wrestle Rock shows? Uh, well, a little different in that, as I said, Andy Coyne and Lindsay Howarth are doing the, the heavy lifting there. Uh, so it's a lot of talent that I hadn't seen but had heard of. So I sort of went in there with that. I'm not going to pretend I've uh, familiar with it or I'm not going to spout off statistics that I've gotten offline two hours before the show. So I'm going in so there. He's not doing what Tony talent. would do. <laughs> no, Tony does his homework. But Thank I, you, um, you see, you guys, you just you do not know me. Yeah, maybe 15 years ago. <laughs> we know you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I sort of thought I'll go in there with that thing of, um, you know, having the first reaction, not saying every time someone came out, oh, I haven't seen this person before, but going off my initial thing or playing off something that Andy Coyne said. And that was one of the thrills for me for the Renegade show of getting to see a lot of that talent that I hadn't seen but heard of um, uh, and and then getting to see people that I hadn't seen in years like Robbie Hart and uh, people like that. And, of course, getting to see Robbie Eagles and people like that and, and Jonah, of course. So, um, But as, as far as the prep goes, oh, I don't really do a lot of prep. I'm not a big prep guy. <laughs> Having said that, it could fall apart for me on Friday night, but it is what it is. But I always say we're just putting the garnish on the – we just do the best we can. The real show is going in, on in the ring, and uh, if, if, if that's good, and it always is, then it makes the uh, commentary job easy, I think. And, uh, pre, sorry. Uh, pre, pre-show, does Mikey or Chris tap you on the shoulder and say things? 
things you can't say or, you know. That all usually a bit rich coming from fresh. No, well, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, fresh isn't on commentary at Renegade, <laughs> so he doesn't have to hold his tongue. Oh, like it's not a just re- reminding you, it's not a Wrestle Rock. Oh, uh, okay, show. yeah, for Renegades. Ah, uh, not really. I sort of knew that going in, and I was just doing special comments. And for that um, Renegade show, doing the ring announcing, I was just doing it very simple down the middle. I wasn't getting in there for carry on, and especially I think for a first show, you sort of want to keep it simple. Where here it is, and to me that show just felt very. There was just good matches. You know, and there was the Lockie Hendricks thing, which is going to lead into something. I think it was very meat and potatoes, and that's the way you want to build. There's places to go from here. So let's get that first one out of the way. Because even uh, Fresh and Mikey, who are running that, I don't think you can go in there with ideas, but you don't really know what it is, and it takes on a life of its own. Uh, Wrestle Rock being the classic example, we thought it would be a one-and-done show, and then uh, each show it something would happen and oh we're going to do storylines and we got what we're going to get a belt and there were things we didn't have planned so i think renegades is in that still that stage where let it develop naturally and, and it's going to present itself uh what it is and what it needs to be and where it needs to go and i'll just follow the lead of that did, i guess did, did it a lot of people we've spoken to uh of the renegade show it even though it was new it felt familiar um, yeah, was that the feeling uh, you felt as well? Uh, yeah, more so because of the building. It felt like uh, you know the old uh, Ukraine Hall there in Essendon, just bigger. And I mean that Collingwood Town Hall is beautiful. I'd lived across the road from it for ten years and had never gone inside there. Uh, but I was in a totally different role. That wasn't something I'd done for a long time, as far as sort of keeping it straight. And you're not going out there and you know necking jack daniels in front of the crowd at the beginning of the show uh so it yeah there you go and that too (laughs) you know so it was um in that respect it was a bit of a gear shift but at the same time when you're backstage and you're seeing those familiar faces and you've got the same you know jonesy on uh doing the production stuff and then you got fresh and mikey there so it's like okay this is just um yeah, you know, you're in there with the crew. We know how this song goes. Jeez, I wish I didn't let you in there. I let you in. You ask the next seven questions. Oh, sorry, no. Jesus, I apologise, guys. No, musical wrestling, mate. What's your love? Um, oof. tough one. I think they're both so tied up in each other. I couldn't separate them. I mean, and both have been there for for so long, and I've been lucky lucky enough to see both uh, forms of it progress in my life and pursue um, extents of it within both. As I always say, I'm a washed-up musician, but, boy, I had fun getting there, mm. had fun washing ashore. Uh, and, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's crazy to think I've st- started doing the wrestling thing like 20 years ago and that I've just sort of gone, wow, how did that How did that happen and where yeah. did that time go? But I think both of them are... Uh, yeah, we'll always be there in some capacity and, um, you know, thankful for both and, and for the experiences they've brought me and the people they've brought me to, you know, sitting here talking to you guys now, people like Chris Fresh in my life, um, you know, all, so many of the close friends I have are through wrestling or through the music. So it's just become so much more than an interest or a hobby. It really is, you know, part of your life. And then I guess having, having Wrestle Rock just, Bringing having one thing where you can bring the two great loves of your life together, 
Yeah. Um, it must be special because your friends from both industries can sort of be there on one night. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I had uh, someone from uh, my high school who I went to high school on the Gold Coast who said to me a few years ago, oh, I always knew you'd end up with something to do with either music or wrestling. And it ended up being with, with both. But even <laughs> I wouldn't have seen that coming. It all sort of happened by accident. Um, I, I would have always loved to have been involved in it, but it wasn't that sort of thing. You know, but especially in like the 80s and 90s being kids, if someone said, oh, you want to be a wrestler one day, well, how would you even start mm. that whereas now you know the there's the sort of steps you can follow and uh social media makes the world a smaller place but back then it was you know i just want to go to a show I'd, I'd never even seen a live wrestling event uh till that one at the prince of wales and uh it's been all downhill ever since <laughs> how, how did you get into the commentary uh the commentary i think that was that was pretty much just daniel beaumont and the, at PWA, Daniel Beaumont, or Blind Eye Beaumont, Dusty, yeah. being uh, the referee there. And I think he just said, oh, I think they need a commentator for Friday night and I reckon you'd be good at it. So can I drop your name to Henry? And I was like, oh, okay. And I was thinking oh, I'd love to do it, but I'd never done it before. And then, you know, that turns into its whole thing where I'm getting to call sh shows with people like Tony Shebeki, Chris Fresh, Bass, uh, doing the uh, Fox Sports super shows that they were doing there for a while, and still don't know how to call uh, the name of a move. But uh, I, I, but that you got the headlock like, down, surely. What a maneuver! So yeah, what a maneuver is a good one. And, oof, and oh, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> a lot of lot of sound right. effects. <laughs> uh, but 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 a lot of that having been ready for that, I guess either came from uh, w watching it as a kid. But I used to. Um, plug in the microphone into the TV and you could get the audio going. Right. But but a lot of the time I was just doing the irresistible force meeting the immovable object. <laughs> so I was just, I was a cover commentator. I was just doing the commentary that that already done, but like that WrestleMania three, I know that commentary back to front. Mm. You know, that's when you knew it was classic commentary. It's like what JR was saying about the, uh, what is it? The bad guy, they've broken him in half. He can't move through an airport without, someone saying that to him so I thought, well that's the soundtrack of this stuff that's that's painted the picture i mean that is to me is one of the greatest calls in commentary jim ross on that hell in a cell as well as uh gorilla and jesse in that hogan and andre you know he picked him up he slammed him uh, so i think how many just, people were at that show uh, I, from what I heard, a kid on TV, some idiot reckons it was a hundred million, and I've, I've a tendency <laughs> to agree with him. My mother saw that, and she said, "When she, oh, everyone's going to think you're an idiot." It's too, too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many times does that clip get sent to you uh, around uh, WrestleMania time? A lot, yeah, a lot around April because I think it comes up back up in people's <laughs> news feed. But I think it was like that weekend or the weekend after when that first aired, I went to see Ace Freely, ex-Kiss guitarist. I think he was performing at the Forum and walking through there and a couple of people, yelled, oh, it's a big one. <laughs> oh, God. And I didn't think that would get on air. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always spewing that I forgot to add the part at the end or I didn't get to add the part. And then Andre died three days later from the slam. <laughs> I, and, a lot, I, and a lot of people, don't, a friend of mine said, a lot of people miss the, uh, when he, when you say he picked up the 900 pound Andre the Giant, because that, that was the softening up left jab for the big, for the big hook at the end. But it's not not a lot of people catch the nine hundred pound Andre the Giant. <laughs>
I laugh every big. time. Every time I see it, I laugh. Yeah. It was a big one. Yeah. It was a big one. Yeah, trademark. I got to trademark that. Get it down to the trademark <laughs> office. Yeah, I know. Sitting on a fortune. $100 million in merch. And I'm not sure if that's what Hogan blocked me on Twitter for because everyone was tagging me and him in it. And then the next minute I, I, saw, I saw it blocked me. But, I, I definitely want to see merch so, tables with so, a big one. So you and JXT you got something in common. Yeah, Both yeah. Blocked by Hogan. Terry's ruthless on Twitter. So. <laughs> yeah, don't, and, he, and he blocked uh, Chris Fresh for saying, uh, Terry, can we get a retweet for those of us who trim our pubes? <laughs> blocked. blocked. He Terry, not a fan like, of the manscape. He, he, does, he doesn't understand Australian humour. He doesn't get it. No. Maybe he thinks we're no. taking the piss where we're just trying to have a laugh. Well, 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 we're taking the piss. We're taking the piss. As well. <laughs> I must be the only one not blocked by Hulk Hogan due to the fact that we both have multiple wives, maybe. Maybe. Tweet him, yeah. tweet him that and get back to me tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> I will. We'll see how we He's go. got a blue tick, so Hogan <laughs> will see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He might look after you. But let's talk about uh, Friday night. Massive night yep. as we send some amazing matches. I'll go through yeah. some, of course, buddy. No. All right, so... Are you guys got? Have you got? Yeah, we got, it, we got it. We got it here. We got a BDE, BDE, one of our favourites, making the Wrestle yeah. Rock debut. Oh, yeah. these guys are made for Wrestle Rock. So, so right. Jules won't know who BDE are then, because <laughs> <laughs> he would have heard. Them. Correct, I've heard of them, but I'm excited <laughs> to see them. They're fun. I've heard yes. as you, you summed it up perfectly, saying they'll be perfect for Wrestle Rock. That's all I keep hearing. Yeah. So I am, yeah. and that's what I much like the Renegade thing. I like being able to have that moment where I want that of my first time seeing it to be on the show and and try and f- filter some of that excitement through. So I'm definitely looking forward to those guys and yeah. putting them putting them in a match against probably two guys who we well, one we haven't seen at Wrestle Rock in a long time. And mm-hmm. one we haven't seen there before of JXT and Matt Hayter, mm. two veteran guys to work with the young uh, up and comers, and two guys who probably don't have a lot of bad matches and and will be able to put on a really good show. Also, perfect for Wrestle Rock. Yeah, well, I don't can't even remember the last time JXT was on a Wrestle Rock. I did see a video where he was claiming to be the guy who built the promotion on his back. <laughs> so, uh, okay. That's, that's kind of interesting. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And, and Matt Hayter, I saw that uh, a video he did. And uh, oh, that was like a clever promo, that. Seems like an interesting fella. So he looks like he was at Wrestle Brunch still trying to find his <laughs> way out of there. I think he'll fit in backstage. Oh, no, no doubt. No doubt. He's probably been there uh, since show one and he's uh, ready to get in the <laughs> ring now. But yeah, that'll be a great match. Big tag match. I'm looking forward to the big dude energy. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll be very good. Uh, the, the one I'm really looking forward to is, of course, uh, yeah, that one. Uh, Cracker Jack and yes. Lockie Hendricks. Yeah. Years the, in the, the making. Years in the making. This is going to be a big one. Five years in the making, this one. So, I mean. Can we keep can our computer say? printers away from the match? I think you're going to have to keep everything away from the <laughs> match. I don't know what, you know, and Cracker Jack, the mad bastard. He's pretty out there at the best of times, let alone you add on five years in sort of exile, forced exile for, for that as far as getting into that ring. 
he's going to have something to prove and I think he's going to be uh, pretty excited to be back out there. So I'm excited to see how that goes for him. And, you know, Krakenjack doesn't change. He's still the mad bastard. He's just gotten crazier, crazier and hardcore. Lockie Hendricks, we've seen him come into prominence over the last few years. Um, so, and, and there's scores to settle there. There's bad blood. And, um, yeah, I think there's a great story there with those two. And, um, that's one that I've, you know, that's huge. That's huge. I can't wait for that one. Are you guys looking forward to that one? Oh, definitely. definitely. The combination of five years. Is Lockie's mum doing the catering with the chili? Is she running catering on Friday night? I sort of sometimes I don't want to ask what is the chili references and all that. I like to, again, just sit back and, and be surprised as it happens. But I'm thinking, is there something, is, is there going to be chili here? And will Mrs. Hendricks be there in the, the I'm chef's hoping hats? there's chili on Friday night. You won't get yeah. any. Why not? Because it'll be thrown around into the crowd for sure. It's Wrestle Rock. I'm married. I haven't had chili for years. I don't know what that well, means. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you and Hulk Hogan both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I don't know if all this chili is a references to, you know, Mrs. Hendricks. <laughs> and she actually not. say you, you haven't had chili in years. <laughs> oh. I'm talking about the food. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about the food. Tony gets so, heartburn. He can't yeah, have it anyway. <laughs> not the dancer, chili. Yeah, she's... Yeah, my age. Um, yeah, <laughs> so it's going to be a good show. I mean, Murdoch versus Robbie Hart, I think, is another match on the show. Yeah. Opportunity I, for Murdoch, who's an up-and-comer. Yeah, he's great. I always say great head on him. He's got that vintage heel sort of thing about him and um, that head, that wrestling style of his, and then throw him in there with Robbie Hart, who's always been one of my favourites to watch, uh, and getting snagging him for Wrestle Rock. Uh, that was, to me, a big coup, and this match seems to have gotten a lot of people excited uh, so I am can't wait for that one, uh, seeing what these guys will throw down. And uh, Murdoch's definitely got a name, uh, a chance to make a name for himself. And uh, Robbie Hart back in Melbourne again after a big uh, night at Renegades. And uh, he's always great. And Aisha's been having a good run at, at Wrestle Rock. She's done some of her, mm. her best work there. I really loved the, <laughs> the storyline that she's been telling. And her bottling people and so glassing bitches, to, I think to, she's yeah, is her exact words to use her words, the glass of bitch. Well, this time it might not go to plan because she's got <laughs> Chanel Phoenix there, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, Chanel Phoenix strikes me as the type, you know, glass her and she'll ask for another <laughs> top up. So, please, sir, could I have more? Exactly, exactly. So I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah, Aisha, just uh, one of those that I look at are perfect for Wrestle Rock. You know, just the the way she carries herself, uh, the way she is in the ring, that attitude, uh, that one that I always enjoy watching there. And I'm going to enjoy seeing what Chanel Phoenix does to her once she gets her hands on her. You should probably throw her a fair distance. Mm. Oh, yeah. Throw yeah. her right into the glass rack and then go, there's some glasses for you. Get the bussies to pick her up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, speaking of someone we might need to pick up, um, Big Boris might have bitten off a bit more than he can chew. I can see um, we may need to organise a funeral after the after Wrestle Rock this week. Big Boris. I don't know what the deal is with that, with why you would want to get in there with Brother Gore, one of the people that I am legitimately scared of. 
Likewise. I think most, yeah. It's like, and then you don't know what's going on upstairs with this guy. So big <laughs> Boris, uh, it could be the first and last time we see him. But uh, again, nice way to make a name for yourself. Uh, but with the snuff daddy. Uh, but yeah, he's, uh, straight away, I admire his his thinking and his ambitions. Hey kids, do you want to see out. a dead body? Exactly, exactly. It's like, so hold my beer. Oh, what? There's Wrestle Rock. Sign me up. Okay, sign here. Who's it against, Brother Gore? Ah, oh, heck. Should have got <laughs> the lawyer been, to read He's it. been a bit mouthy, a bit lippy on Twitter as well. So <laughs> he's lucky uh, Gore been. doesn't have Twitter. Big oh. Boris. <laughs> it could be the quickest <laughs> fight ever in Australian wrestling history. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see. I mean, once they size up how big Big Boris actually is. Have you, mm. How big is he compared to Gore uh, size wise? He's taller. He's taller. Was he? Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's he's, okay. he's a tall guy. Um, so but he I, is I, a big I, Boris. He's yeah. a tall Boris. Yeah. yeah, he should be tall Boris. Yeah. <laughs> I think this match could be over by the time you get out of the ring for the ring announcement, and you haven't even got time to get on commentary. And so I've oh, oh, no, no. Gore's like a cat. He toys with his prey. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a sadistic motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. I still love that. I think it was with you guys at the. Did we do the catfish? Yes. The WrestleBrainia at the end. I still laugh when Gore had that, like a white fedora on at the end, and he was all, oh, well, Cracker Jack was destroying the stage. And I said, oh, and thank you, Brother Gore. And he just did a nice little tip of the hut and then went back to being an animal. <laughs> For some reason, that, what was that, like 18 months ago? That's still cracking me up just how he stopped and did a nice little tip of the hut to the crowd. I may still have one of those fedoras that I can bring along to Wrestle Rock if necessary. Well, Gore might like to wear it as he puts uh, Big (laughs) Boris out of commission. (laughs) Hey, let's not count Big Boris out, though. I don't want to say, like, you know, but it's not looking good, let's be honest. Now, are there still tickets available for this amazing show? There is through the uh, Corner Hotel website. Uh, Pick them up. They're selling fast. Uh, Once the, the... we were talking before that when ticket sales really took a leap was when we announced the Cava Classic, which is the Ant Cava Arm Wrestling Challenge. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so that could get away from us in a hurry. But so, yeah, Ant, we don't know who's going to step up for the Ant Cava. someone in the crowd. Who knows? Tony put his hand up. There you go. Shebexta. Are we ready? The Cava Classic. Beat you with the, he'll rip the arm off and beat you with the soggy end. <laughs> I do love how it's, it's the Cava Classic and it's the first Cava uh, arm wrestling challenge, but it's already a classic. And also, too, is the uh, we've got Delta versus Tali. I think yeah, that's yeah. the card up. So um, everyone's excited to see Delta. We've had Tali on the last show. She's always great, but uh, I'm really excited to see Delta. Have you guys seen Delta before? Yeah, yeah, she's pretty much um, torn to shreds the whole Melbourne wrestling scene over the last few months. She's beaten just okay. about everybody. Right, okay. Well, Friday night just got all the more uh, impressive and, and the anticipation just built a bit more. Maybe she might step up in the Cava Classic. Cava better hope not because <laughs> I, I, I don't think you'll win. She might win it with both hands behind her back. Don't ask me how that works. <laughs> Just buy your tickets for Friday night and we'll find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do that. Make sure you get to the Corner Hotel website. Buy your tickets. Uh, I will be doing that. I'm on the website Unless now. I get looked after. but No, no, I'm on the website now. Do oh, I? Okay, yeah. thanks, Roxy. We'll look at yours. Oh, all right. Uh, We'll talk in a sec, Jules. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, mate. We I was going to say Thank we always appreciate it, but 
It's never happened before. So we do Thank appreciate you for having it. Thank me. you. It was great to catch up with you all. Great to see you all. Looking forward to seeing you Friday night. And, uh, and Renegades is coming up too. Renegades is the week after on, I think it's the 4th. So yeah. the hangover may just have time to uh, subside and we'll be ready to do it all again. You're all again. a professional, man. This is like the old days, two shows in two weeks, mate. You're going to struggle. I know. Jeez. And they talk about that 300 days on the road. Please. Yeah. <laughs> you, tried doing, <laughs> you tried doing two shows in two weeks. At this yeah. age. See how it turns out. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Catch you soon. See you Thanks, Friday. Guys. Julian James joining us here on the Turnbuckle. <laughs> Welcome back, part two of the show. He is an amazing font of knowledge, Julian Jones. Yeah. A what? A font of knowledge. Fountain of knowledge, or a, like a, what's a font, of, a font knowledge? of knowledge? No, font? I've never no, heard I don't font know. of knowledge no. before in my life. Fountain of youth, um, wealth. Is he just a font then? Well, well, a font is what he, you use when you're choosing what um, type of writing on your on your computer, isn't it? You're the professional, Tony. I don't know. Well, yeah. no. You might have to Google that. that Google that. I don't know. I like it. Here we go. I'm going to use it in my everyday life so now. So now people, get to, people get to listen while Tony Googles knowledge. <laughs> Much like most of our interviews, to be honest. A font of knowledge is a term used to describe something, but usually someone who contains all the answers, something or someone that has a large aggregate of information. And is it from like 1932? Well, it's actually a fount of knowledge, F-O-U-N-T. Yeah, fount. Yeah, fount. So fount. Fountain. <laughs> you said font. Yeah. That's and right, then tried Tony. to prove he was correct by yeah. reading it out. Look, yeah, he must have right. felt guilty halfway through. He corrected himself. That's right. I'm using that, Tony. I'm stealing that. Um, oh, generally, it's not. It's only really in English that both font and fount are listed together. There you go. So it could the be more font. you know. Oh, you could be right. It, either way, Julian has been around a while. He's been there, done that. So hmm. yeah, he has. It was good. He, yes, he is a fount. It's good to have a rock star on the on the show. Yep. Yes, we don't. Have I, know, I wonder if he's ever been called a fount before or a font. I don't think uh, that, that would have to be a first. Mm. Uh, I would say, and uh, probably the last. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you the story about when I went to Thailand with my family. Uh, can you well, please? Okay, no, 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 we, I don't no, know if no. we need to go on. He this said story. with his family. No, with my wife. Yeah, that's fine. And we were out somewhere. Is it a story when you were still with him, or just shake them no, off no, for no, a few no, hours? My wife and I went together. We were in Bangkok, and we were out front a. Temple. We'd right. just been you to visit Tell it. the story. <laughs> we'd just been to visit it. And all of a sudden, we're standing there with our guide who we'd hired for a couple of days to show us around Bangkok and the like. And this bloke in a Buddhist... A monk. I was going to say Buddhist costume, but it's not a costume. He's a, a monk. Yeah, isn't it? Garb. Starts walking towards us. And then all of these... Some of these people just drop to their knees and start bowing at him. And he just walks straight up to me and rubs my stomach and says, Oh, Mr. Happy Buddha, how are you? And they were bowing to that. And Buddha. then they bowed to me. Yeah. Because I'd been touched by the Holy One. That's oh, an interesting story. That Tony. is actually really good. And that monk, I'm assuming he was a fount of knowledge. Well, no, I think he might have been like. A, is there a reason a that, that's, that sparked the story or you just randomly thought of it? No, I just randomly thought of it. Stephanie McMahon could have been one of the reasons why. I don't know. But uh, let's have a chat about AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view. <laughs> pay-per-view. Yeah. It's on Monday in Australia. It's exciting. Hmm. It's big. Are you, you guys going to watch it? Taking the day off work? 
No, I'm taking. I'll take the day off. I'll be working on a Monday. Yeah, what's that? Indy 500. Yeah. And the Super Bowl. That's uh, the only two Mondays. Both predetermined sports. I take Mondays off when I'm pretending I'm sick. So, like majority of people, I'm. Um, I would have done that, but I've actually got annual leave for three weeks coming up. So, I'll be watching it live. Looking forward to the Sam Punk and Hangman match. Is it going to go four hours? It'll go no, five and a half. It'll go five and a half. They keep adding matches to I think it. I'd rather work. Um, well, uh, at the end of it, it'll probably feel like work with no like a lunch break in between and stuff like that. Of the matches announced, who are the ones we should look forward to? Sam Punk and Hangman. Yeah. Just because what they do with the title and. We're hoping for CM Punk versus Okada in the uh, Forbidden Door pay-per-view later on yep. um, down the line. And my other highlight is the MJF and Wardlow match. Mm. The storytelling they're telling with Wardlow. I never thought a, a uh, work-rate company could get someone over like a Wardlow <coughs> slash Ryback. The story will always get everyone over yeah. better than any wrestling will. I've been telling you this for four years now. No, it always has been that. You know, that's why Hulk Hogan was the you biggest just star. I never thought I would see in a work rate company. No, there's a big you, difference. Always story. There's over. a big difference. Yeah. Um, so the combination of that and obviously Wardlow will definitely win that, uh, and then get signed to AEW because he's not really signed by AEW. Tony in uh, canon, uh, but I'm in it for Jade Cargill versus Anna J. It would be a Matt classic. Matt, see, that's the work rate company back again. You know, get your Meltzer stars out for that one. Is there, isn't there a big, a massive AEW star or something that's meant to be coming out to some promotion or something? I don't know. World Series wrestling, Tony. Oh, uh, yeah, Jonah Rock uh, is unfortunately unavailable. I'm assuming Impact or New Japan Strong Commitments. Or just couldn't be bothered. Well, yeah. Um, maybe, so he didn't, maybe he didn't feel like pepper lunch. Probably get the real stuff when he goes to Japan. So um, Franco Cozzo has said Adelaide's Franco Cozzo yeah, that um, there is a massive AEW. Star. I couldn't tell if it was bad news or good news because he looked happy about it when he was announcing. And then the he pretended to put on a sad face for a millisecond. Hmm. It was the worst acting I've ever seen. Like if you get maybe that's part of the charm. I honestly think that promo is probably it's my highlight of um of World Series wrestling ever. I think promo of the so year. bad. Well, he doesn't know what to do with his hands, so he's like one of those flapping inflatable guys outside like an electronics store. <laughs> so, you, yeah, anyway. Well, they're, they're, they're popular, Tony. They've sold out majority of their shows. Melbourne always, Melbourne has sold out completely. As they um, always do. Unless they move some tarps and then I might get a $25 ticket. Um, but I don't know who the AEW star could be. You know, Sammy has to come back. You know, he's got an yeah, adrenaline. I think he's signed to Adrenaline Pro Wrestling. So, oh, yeah, he's got a you know, double thing. duty. Maybe he can only work one of the one of the nights. Mm. Drop a title. I think he took back with him. Well, we'll wait and see. I reckon it's going to be someone disappointing. Well, I don't think it's going to be one of the major people. Uh, Lance Archer. Um, Vance Archer to me. Vance Hoyt. Lance Hoyt. Is that uh, what other names did Lance he have? Armstrong. No, no, I think, no, I think he's even banned from wrestling. <laughs> well, he's banned heels. from One every sport. Uh, every sport he's banned from. One of the biggest heels ever. <laughs> uh, some big news also. Tweener, he raised a lot of money for cancer. He did. Yes. Uh, one of the biggest news of the week was uh, MCW announcing that they're going to have their uh, next show on Fight TV. Live. Live. Live streaming. This is a big step in Australian and wrestling. And it's Ballroom Brawl, which is always... Yes. And there's not many tickets left. No. So... Get a ticket while you can, because everyone loves a rumble. And MCW, 
always deliver with their ballroom brawl. Um, and yeah, their first time going live. PWA have been doing it for a while on some of their black label shows on Friday nights and stuff. Um, PCW have done it. Yeah, so it's it's good. It's an easy step, obviously. Future did it. Future did it. Um, they got their ducks in a row. I'm assuming they're going to go out. Oh, they've been practicing. making sure. Yeah. They're practicing because they've had the live stream inside the arena for a while. Yeah, because the internet's not too good at Thornbury Theatre. It's better than it. Um, Arrow. Arrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's nothing in Arrow. You have to run upstairs yeah, if you, you want to tweet. Right. Um, yeah. So it's Try exciting. with Vodafone. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. Um, you know, once they get back to full capacity and everything like that, and people, you know, interstate people can watch it live. Yep. You know, don't have to wait a week or whatever their turnarounds are at the minute. Indian Sexton both wrestled the champs on NXT. Indian Sexton. Indy and Sexton? That's what I said. Oh, yeah. Indy and Duke Hudson. It, it, Indy Hartwell and Duke Hudson. It's Who set, wrote this run sheet? Uh, well, she did. No, he didn't. I just copied and pasted what you put in the group chat. So, Indy and Sexton both wrestled the champs on NXT. This is good. Or... Well, it was good if we had done it for the first time, but well, we it started could, around so much, it doesn't really Well, you said it real anymore. fast, like I was listening to the podcast in 1.5 speed, so sort of blurred it together. Uh, well, you never know. You know, other people have been in high-profile matches in NXT and not have a job the next day. So, mm. hey, I'm not putting that I'm not putting that out in the world. No, no. Um, yeah. Is there still fallout continuing from Sasha and Naomi? Well, hang on, I'm, Indy didn't win. I'm just trying to check if, oh, okay. if I don't think Sexton did either. Well, you put it on the run sheet. I figured you'd know. I just knew it was happening. Oh, well, I don't watch NXT, so well, I don't watch anything. I'm a NXT gold man. I know that Indy was robbed. Robbed, yep. Robbed. Insert elevator music here. Yeah, I'm just Googling it. <laughs> they both didn't win. The one time while she doesn't do preparation for a show, something he put on the run and sheet. Stop elevator music. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying they both didn't win. I, don't yeah. think, I can't even find Sexton's match. Is there still any fallout continuing from Sasha and Naomi? Well, they doubled down on uh, on SmackDown. Apparently, um, all the stuff off the off the store. Yeah, no merchandise money coming in. Um, yeah, interesting. Oh no, Duke won. Duke won. Oh, good, good for DQ. him. He didn't get the title, but he won. Good, good. Congratulations. Good. Well, Naomi only had a couple of months left on her contract, so where do they freeze her out now and drag it out longer than two months? Um, could backfire. Um, and I'm not sure how long Sasha's got left. But mm. it's not the first time she's uh, stepped away from WWE either. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I mean, it's not. <laughs> I still can't get my head around it. Like you know, they're booked to win, and get title shots, and then no, no it's got to obviously it's got to be doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah, I, th- whatever it is, I don't think it's just that. You know, there's got to be more to it because that on the surface seems bad, but WWE handling it on TV like that, bearing yeah. talent. What's what they, they, did with, they, they did the same yeah. thing with Stone Cold. I, like, gonna, I, don't, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's a problem with the way they handled it, to be honest, because that's the way I would have handled it. No, I don't think you can be better. You can be better than that. So Slips. if one of your workers just walks out during a shift... If they've got a grievance, you don't... Also, they don't have a platform like WWE do. I just think it's it's unprofessional. Like, but even what The Rock said, you know, when he called out the whole backstage locker room and said, if you don't like it, get the F out. When Steve... Took his ball because he didn't like. He'd want to lose to Brock on a bloody weekly TV show when there's money to be made. Could um, the main fallout 
between <laughs> from Sasha and Naomi be Stephanie McMahon? Uh, do you think that could have anything to do with it? Oh, I wouldn't have thought I so. I can't imagine how that, those two things no? yes. are. Yes. No, I'm sort of just thinking about the whole atmosphere of the whole. But I think a, bit, a lot of... just works in office now. Okay. I, I think WWE as a performer or what do you want, an employee walking on eggshells and being job scared would be an issue. Mm. Um, I don't think that either of them are job scared. Well, Naomi hasn't re-upped her contract, even though she's got, you know, her husband's in the company, uh, her husband's family's in the company... Oh, I think there's more to it than just, you know, winning a match and losing a pay-per-view match. There's got to be something yeah. worse. Aussie I Open. doubt it. And the Velocities. That's going to be a great match. Well, at Rev Pro, they uh, tore the house down again. It's like a, it was a great match. It was a great match. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, should be online pretty quick. The Rev Pro are working to get that show up. But people that were in the building are raving about it, you know. The old five-star gimmick and... It was better than their previous match that was in PWA that got everyone talking. Uh, See, here's the thing. If you're in the arena, you're going to think it's better than something you watched on TV. Yeah, of course. So it's very hard for the people to be objective who were in there, but apparently it was great, and that's yeah. going to be good to see. Yeah, so it's exciting. You know, those two teams is magic when they're in the ring. Uh, together, Aussie Open, we've said it before, you know, they're on a tear at the minute. Um, you know, they'll be... Back in Japan shortly, mm. um, tearing it up there. You know, they're one of the best tag teams in the world, um, You know, not just out of Australia. So, yeah. the Velocities, they have great chemistry with. Speaking of Japan... And they're also a great team. They are a great team, there's no doubt about that. No, speaking of Japan, New Japan Wrestling, uh, Super Juniors. Alon, what can you inform us there? What's been happening? How's What's Robbie been- going? Robbie's going good. crowd absolutely love him, which we, you know, we've spoken about. And He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Your partner's... He's a pretty good bloke. Your partner's friend, Robbie, is okay. He's a good bloke. Yeah. Um, Can wrestle. No, he's on a tear, mate. Oh, I still... He's going to go going to go deep um, into the tournament. It's a bit of a slog. It's he's going to win it. For... Ooh. Good call. I couldn't argue he's with that. He's the best. He is the best. The, Sorry, uh, Robbie, for, for not, for not <laughs> being more firm at the start. And the rumour is that the uh, clap crowds are going away by the... Finals. What crap crowds? Clap crowds. The crowds got. I thought you meant the BCW crowd. The crap no, that, crowd. That's the clap. They got this different thing they've got over there at the White Horse. Um, and the what New are you J- talking about with the clap crowd? They're only allowed to clap in New Japan. The crap crowd. They only allowed to clap. They're not allowed to yell. They're all still wearing masks over there. But oh. by the, yeah, the rumor is by the end of the Super Junior tournament or during the finals, mask off. Are, mask off. Yelling and screaming, wow. and this crowd, they want to yell, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Um, but it's been really good. It, match quality, there hasn't been a bad match, you know. You've got your book open and some uh, research that you've done there. Yeah, well, that's different, Tony. That's no, not the saying, Super Juniors. Oh, no, that's not the Super Juniors. Just go and watch it. If you're not watching it, you're not watching Tony it. Tony loves throwing the stuff that we haven't prepared for and then <laughs> well, ignoring the stuff. The run sheet. You then ignoring the stuff juniors. we have prepared to. We just just talking Robbie about over. putting Robbie over. Oh, and it's okay. been really good. Every match has been... Should we have a production meeting before we start this? We do. we do. Jules doesn't show up to it. Jules doesn't read the messages. <laughs> you don't do any preparation until you're sitting in front of Google. What's the point? Wikipedia. I've watched the matches, Tony. It was good. And if you're watching it, you're already watching it with me. And if you're not watching it, fucking watch it. Out. We've, yeah. we've given Wrestle Rock a good promo with uh, Julian James, but that, of course, is on Friday night at the Corner Hotel. Yeah, good card. Talk to me. Crackers. Well, well you know, what we spoke 
about with uh, Julian. Well, we hope we spoke about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Crackers and Lockie, years in the making, mm. you know, main event in, you know, well, should have been maybe in MCW uh, in a in a different time, in a different universe, yeah. uh, pre-pandemic maybe. Um, yeah, there's a lot of backstory to this. You'd be excited. There's a arm wrestling competition. Really? Yeah. Open challenge. You could probably go in it. Well, what? Um, BDE have got their Wrestle Rock debut. Fantastic. Against JXT and Matt Hayter. So yeah. Courtney that, will be happy. That that match is going to be amazing. They, yeah. they could still, that, for just fun sake, I think those four guys are re- made for Wrestle Rock. Mm. So well, Aisha's got well, a glass Chanel Phoenix. I just hope that uh, Julian can get me tickets like he said. He might be able to. Did he? I didn't hear that. Oh, you must... No. I heard it. I thought I heard that. No. Well... No, you'll have to pay. No, I'm happy to pay. (laughs) No, No. you're not. (laughs) You seem disappointed, Tony. No, no, I'm happy to pay. Uh, And Gore's going to murder Big Boris. And uh, shout out to Murdoch, who's on the the card as well. Beautiful. A lot of courage by Boris on on Twitter. Saying he's going to slap Gore. I don't think he... We know Gore doesn't have Twitter. Well, yeah, fair enough, but surely Crackers would show him on the car I'm not ride in. Gore can read. Well, someone should read it out to him. Um, he doesn't listen. I, he just yells at me. Are you actually going to watch Gore make his entrance, or are you going to hide in a corner? Because I'm thinking he might come for you. I hope he does. I hope uh, not, because I've been to training for a few weeks since I've had no car. So, oh, he's definitely coming for you then. Renegades tickets for June the fourth, selling well. Yeah, get to that. That's a there's going to be a cracking card. So, um, Renegade's first show was a lot of fun. A cracking card. It was a lot of fun, yeah. and um, I'm really It'll looking forward. Again, really looking forward to seeing what how show two pans out. Yeah, uh, Matt Diamond versus Em and the Kid. <laughs> yeah, that was blow away. We seen that in DMDU. Yeah, it was, and it was a banger. And they had good chemistry, and I think yeah. they'll they'll go even further this time. Yeah, the Bastard Brothers. They're going to kill. Yeah. You know. Couple of jobbers, yeah. SGB, rip, you know, SGB, un- unlucky for them, unfortunate. Mm. It is what it, it is. You know, Delta and Kingsley, Kingsley coming back from the states, rip Kingsley. Um, yeah, poor Kingsley. She's a friend of ours, but I'm yeah. worried for her safety. Yeah, Robbie Thorpe, PCW. Robbie making- Thorpe. So a lot of people won't have seen Robbie Thorpe before unless you've gone down to PCW. He is a specimen. We've had him on the show before. He is incredible. And he may just upset Jake Andrew Arthur. Ooh, it's a big foreskin. <laughs> yeah, hope, hope uh, Robbie does his uh, homework and scouts that move. One one goat. <laughs> no, it, it's going to be it, be really good. You know, Tali and Aisha and Lockie Hendricks and JXT, um, both are vying for the first Renegades heavyweight title. So. It's good. Oh, I'm excited. Back to I'm the sure Collingwood if, Town Hall. Do we think that Lockie Hendricks, in his new form, is going to have the killer instinct to to win? You're saying he's gone a bit soft? Not, a not bit soft. St- soft might be a bit no, harsh. He's, it's, he's too nice. Too nice? Doesn't I work like for him? I like boy, the angry son of a bitch who will no, do no, anything to win. Got, I think he's still got that in him. I think he's just sort of... He's enjoying life at the moment and enjoying the company of people. But I think he's still got the... Why would you enjoy the company of people? Oh, no. Wrestling fans. awful. Ugh. Mm. Poor guy. 
I don't know. Maybe he's a glutton for punishment. He's, he's also, I mean, we used to be good friends. He stopped returning my messages since he went all nice. He's What's calling me on? all the time. Oh. Do I? At least two calls from him a day. Now that he's been a nice guy, he doesn't want to associate with uh, pricks of <laughs> like Welshy. So, um, I, we, quick turnaround. No around. one wants to talk to you. No, no. Nah. Oh, I don't want to. I don't. Just fence sitter over there. Yeah, yeah I don't want to. I don't want to talk to anyone. One leg on each side of the fence. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. You, Quick if you're ever a wrestler who's booked to jump the guardrail, you get halfway and stop. I just have a nice rest on there. You'd have you'd have ruined um, the NWO debut. Yeah, probably. I would have looked alright in denim and denim though. Denim and lace. Denim and lace. I don't know what that is. That's a really old song. song yeah. oh, okay. I've got no idea Marley how it goes. Road. I just know it exists. Oh. Denim and lace. Right. <laughs> now we're singing. Oh, I haven't Googled anything yet. Maybe I should Google that. Just Google songs that were released after 1974 and you'll be able to talk about anything that Tony's never heard of. Oh, okay. Denim yeah. Most still, of our listeners I still are younger don't than know. us. I, that doesn't even... Not in the recesses of uh, my mind. Hmm. But yeah, short turnaround. Lucky going to have merch. At the merch desk, oh, yeah, at the Collingwood Town Hall. I don't know. Is he? Yeah, you're talking on. to him every twice yeah. a day. Well, you'd be throwing him. We've discussed a deals. few things about yeah. that, but I don't know if it's going to be ready by then. Oh, well, if you're organising the merch, it's definitely not going to be ready. Turn heel again, but <laughs> he won't want to sell. Yeah, it. he won't be selling. <laughs> He'll be just cutting promos with boxes and boxes of t-shirts that his wrestling fans can't have. It's actually pretty good. Uh, you can steal that, Lucky. Yeah. He's, got, just he's more creative than us, so he's not, not going to steal. Like a Tim he's not going to steal anything we come up with. Do like a Tim Shaw promo. <laughs> I don't know that is either. Come on, Tim Shaw. He was the guy that used to sell stuff on TV. I don't know. I have no so idea. So he was like on Dem. They sell Tim Shaw from Demtel. Oh, Demtel. Yeah, always thrown in the state. The, the, the state but once guy. again, you've got to be forty wait, to know more? that reference. Is that? But yeah. wait, there's more. That yeah, guy. Yeah, okay. That guy. So full frontal. Or Next, we'll be talking about Moira from. From the Burt Newton show with her. So I don't know who that is. What's wrong with Maura? I don't know who that is. She's just Tim Shaw. No, she's not. She's exactly the when same said, as Tim Shaw. When you said Tim Shaw, I thought it was the guy that hosted Don't Forget Your Toothbrush. And is he a Tim? That's Tim Ferguson. See, he was still a Tim. That's... And I don't remember from the that. the Doug Anthony All-Stars. He's got I don't know what that comedian. is either. Does he got Parkinson's or something? He, he does, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Well, let's... That's a nice note to... Yeah. Uh, no. What's coming up on the weekend? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why are you laughing at it? It's not funny. It's not. It's definitely not funny. But, he is. Rock but he's funny. No, he's he funny is hilarious. Uh, WrestleRock 33 at the Corner Hotel. PWA Black Label presents Eat Sheep. Eat Sleep. Eat Sheep. <laughs> So lamb, eat like sleep. a lamb Slave kebab. Last week, Something mate. about a lamb kebab. What the hell is that? Eat, sleep, wrestle, repeat in Coogee. Uh on Saturday, the twenty eighth of May. ACW Salvation at the ACW Academy. QWA in Rockhampton. One of my favourite. Where's promotions. the ACW Academy? Is that like you've got to say it's in Adelaide? Well, I'll listen Saturday, to you the way you've been the doing ACW it the last Academy. couple of weeks. Uh, QWA oh, Rockhampton. <laughs> one of my favourite promotions in Australia. Retribution. In Kawana. Waruga, Jamaica. No. Uh, UPW. Beach Boys. I know that one. Yeah. Uh, face off at the UPW Academy in Adelaide. No. Where are they? UPW. That's in Queensland. Oh, okay. They're in Queensland. I like how he puts the shows down where he doesn't say where people can find them. Well, no, not you. Oh. I'm not blaming oh, you. I checked their socials. Slam Pro. Pro hmm. Wrestling League 3 in Canberra. No. 
That's what it says here. Pro Wrestling League's in Queensland. No, you're not listening. It's Slam Presents Pro Wrestling League 3. Slam Presents is just a Sam Pro Pro Wrestling League Slam. Because Pro Wrestling League in Queensland has a show this weekend as well. Slam. It's confusing. Well, if you read it correctly, Tony, Slam is the promotion. Pro Pro Wrestling League 3 in Canberra. What does that say? That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm with Tony. And where is Pro Wrestling League's show? In Canberra. It's not on. Yes, it is. I reckon there might have been some pro wrestling in Canberra last weekend at the election. Mikey J is going to have our balls for this. Uh, Are you going to worry about Mikey J when you've already put in three shows on the last two run sheets? I would never miss Mikey J's shows. Well, there's more promotions than just Mikey J's. He's got a million of them. Malay in the Palais in Geelong. I'm glad they changed the name because Malice in the Palais didn't work. Hmm. Um, Here. Sorry, Mikey J. Pro Wrestling League proudly presents Back to Attack. Saturday, May 28th, the Kedron Wavel Services Club, 21 Kitty Hawk Drive in Germside. And I believe that AJ Istria is on that show. He'd want to be. Would you want to go to Germside? He's on the poster. <laughs> well, you might get... Um, is that psychotic on the poster? You might get monkeypox. Yeah. Wow. Please, Tony, we don't... I'm Googling what monkeypox is. No, you <laughs> Google Thanks. images? No, I don't want to do that. It's in Australia. <laughs> yeah, I know. How you get it, it's the worst part. Uh, PCW, Carnage 20th anniversary in Ferntree Gully. Or it's the 20th anniversary of Carnage. It does does Castone now have every single belt in PCW, or is there one he hasn't got? He's got both tag belts. He's got the slam. He hasn't got the national title. He's got all the others. He's a true champion. He's He's been saying this for years. Look... I've had my issues with AJ, with JJ Ferno, but hopefully he steals one of those titles like he steals our seats. You're putting in the chair stuff to bed? No, I still, oh, you still okay. think he's a jerk, but I'm, I think three belts for one person is too much. Too GPW, D-Day in Gippsland, and RCW on Sunday the 29th of May have strike first, strike hard at the Akaba Hotel Akaba Adelaide. in Adelaide. One of your old haunts? Do you, want, you... do you want me to do that again? Cause I... No, that was nah. good. That was good. Yep. Got the shit on me. It was good. Hmm. Is RCW run the most shows this year of anyone? I'll, I'll go They've back and all, check. Always on the run sheet. On their run sheet. Yeah. Well, That's because usually I, I forget to take it off from the week before. It doesn't help. <laughs> Tony just reads it out. <laughs> November. <laughs> PCW have had a few. Well, they've no, yeah, had less than usual. Yeah, yeah. You know, even their Friday night slam shows haven't been. Damn, do you have a show this week? Yeah, Malay in the Malay in the Palais, right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, they had a couple of weeks off. Yeah, because they, they have they have a lot of shows Geelong? too. Yeah, they they did. No, there's one in Geelong. Oh, okay. That's the mistake that Andy Coyne made. He thought that it was in St Kilda. Went to the wrong show, I think. Oh, really? Oh, you no. went to the wrong Palais? No, he didn't. <laughs> Uh, it's believable, though, it is. that Andy can do We'll that. catch you at a wrestling event, probably Wrestle Rock, on Friday, if I can get a ticket. Well, they're for sale. you just got to go oh, on one and buy one. Oh, they sold out. No, get one oh, now. Get one, yeah, yeah, please. Go to Eventbrite or... Get three, because yeah. I haven't got one either. Hang on, I'm going to get one now. Hang on. Uh, we won't bore you with it, though. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week, right here, on the Turnbuckle. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.